Welcome to this edition of Labor Vision. I'm Bob Delaney, Executive Director of the Institute for Labor Studies and Research. Labor Vision, a production of the Institute, focuses on topics of importance to working Rhode Islanders. We hope you enjoy this edition. from uh, uh, USCW uh, 328 Hall. Uh, as you see, we have a, uh, a toy drive tonight, and I want to thank everybody in the labor movement that helped us up during the Stop and Stripe strike, and I appreciate all your help and your support. Um, those 11 days were rainy, cold, but we came out, and I think the labor movement's a better, better movement now because of that. Thank you. I'm Larry Pirtle, the president of the National Education Association Rhode Island. On behalf of our 12,000 members and all the students and people that we work with every day, we want to wish you a very merry and happy holidays and a great new year. We're here at Debate School with the Children's Fund today. And remember that our children and their future is the most important thing we can be involved with. Happy holidays. Hi, this is Bob Walsh, executive director of the National Education Association of Rhode Island. And on behalf of all our members, all our staff, and everyone here at the Debate School in Providence, on a wonderful day where all the kids here are going to get gifts, I want to wish you the best uh, Christmas, New Year's, holiday season. Um, there's no better day than this day where uh, folks from all over the state are coming together to help out kids. Good morning. My name is Hugh Clements. I'm the chief with the Providence Police Department. The, from the entire Providence Police Department, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday Season. This is one of our favorite events of the year, the William DeBate Gingerbread Express. Every year, the National Education Association, the Teamsters, and the Providence Police, and everyone else in the community helps for this wonderful event. It's one of my favorite events of the year to see the joy on the faces of the young boys and girls, the Santa's coming, and it's just really heartwarming to see the community come together. Here we are once again, looking forward to the young boys and girls in a great holiday season. And to all of you and your families, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we appreciate what you do all year long. Thank you. Season's greetings, and I hope everyone has a healthy and happy holiday season and a happy new year. Patrick Crowley with NAA Rhode Island, looking forward to a happy and prosperous 2020 with all of us. Solidarity with all the labor. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year! Hello, my name is George Nee. I'm the president of the Rhode Island AFL-CIO, and it's just a, an honor and a pleasure to be here again among uh, the wonderful children at the debate school and to see the tremendous effort that is put out to assist these families at this time of year. Uh, I want to give credit to uh, the NEA Rhode Island for the Children's Fund and the Gingerbread Express. Also the uh, Rhode Island Federation of Teachers, the Teamsters Union who provide the truck and the workers to do this, and IDEW 2323. They're great members uh, that uh, assist in getting everything here. And um, this is just a special day. Uh, and we would hope that something like this someday could happen in every school in Rhode Island. But once again, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody, and uh, 
Thanks for watching this show, and just remember somebody special at Christmas this year. Thank you. Hi, Frank Flynn, and on behalf of the Rhode Island Federation of Teachers and Health Professionals, I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday uh, and a great New Year. Uh, we, we appreciate everything that we've got, and we look forward to a new year of much success and, and health and happiness. Thank you. Good morning and welcome to William DeBate School. And on behalf of the Providence Teachers Union, we would like to wish everyone happy holidays. So from Teamsters Local 251, we're wishing all of our brothers and sisters throughout all the unions in Rhode Island a happy and safe holiday season. Merry Christmas to all of you and God bless. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Good morning, I'm Valerie Staples from the NEA Rhode Island Children's Fund Gingerbread Express. We're here at the William DeBate Memorial School. They tell me this is 30 years, it doesn't seem possible, but this is our 30th anniversary. We're here to deliver Christmas gifts to all 440 children, and uh, it's going to be a wonderful day. Happy Gingerbread Day. Happy Gingerbread Day to one and all from the William DeBate School in Providence, Rhode Island. It's the best day of the year here. We're wishing everyone in the world a happy Gingerbread Day and that they would find peace and harmony in their hearts to all of us together make this a better world the way they have in this school. So thank you to NEA for sponsoring all of this and for all our big family of friends and relatives who do this. Happy Gingerbread Day, one and all. Merry Christmas! Happy holidays from William DeBate Elementary School. I'd like to thank the Institute for Labor Studies for coming down every year to cover our Gingerbread Express. This is our 30th annual event. Thank you for all of your support. I hope everyone has a happy, safe holiday. And remembers to always feel fortunate. Thank you. Hi, I'm Bob Delaney, Executive Director of the Institute for Labor Studies and Research. On behalf of the Board of Trustees, the staff, and myself, I'd like to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and the best in the new year. From everybody at the Institute, Happy Holidays! Our boys and girls are here, the stars of the show. We have lots of visitors in the building this morning. Um, one of my most important jobs, believe it or not, is acknowledging our visitors. Because without our visitors, our guests, and our sponsors, the event doesn't happen. And as I was saying earlier, this is an amazing event. So if you could indulge me just for a couple of minutes here um, in my welcoming you to our elementary school. I'd like to welcome our chief of police here in the city of Providence, Chief Clements. Good morning. <laughs> so, we have quite a few folks to welcome this morning. I would never want to rain on the Chief's Parade. Uh, I'm going to go through the list. At the end, we're going to have one big round of applause uh, so that we can actually get through the list and acknowledge as many folks as possible. If I forget anyone, please let me know, um, because I will. I will forget someone. I don't want to forget anyone. That's the thing about recognizing folks. So. We also have Commissioner Parry here today, the Public Safety Commissioner. I'd like to welcome him here, him here to our event this morning. The, 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 mayor, the mayor would like to have made it, uh, was unable to this morning. <laughs> yes. 
I think my timing is off a little bit. So again, we'll have one round of applause at the end. So we'd like to welcome the president of the NEA RI, Mr. Larry Pirtle. We'd like to also welcome Mr. Bob Walsh, uh, two of the first gentlemen that I met when I started hosting this event, tremendous supporters of our school. So very happy to see you here again today. Uh, Mr. Frank Flynn, the president of the Rhode Island AFT. I'd like to welcome Mr. George Nee, president of the Rhode Island AFL-CIO. Uh, I'd also like to welcome our friends from the local Teamsters 251. A mistake I made a couple years ago when I kind of messed up a couple of uh, collections of folks. I also want to take a minute, a very good friend of mine, a high school friend of mine, a former teammate of mine, uh, Mr. Dennis Lavalley. Dennis passed away this past year. Um, Dennis was a tough guy. I remember ten Dennis when we were kids playing baseball. He was the catcher. I was a terrible pitcher. He used to yell at me all the time. I was like, oh my God, this kid's going to knock me out. He was tough. But he was fair, he was honest, and he was straightforward, and he fought what needed to be fought for. That's how I remember Dennis. Um, he was a classmate of mine, a teammate of mine, and when I heard of his passing, I was devastated. I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, it really hit home. There was somebody my age, my grade, my friend, my teammate who had passed. It hurt. Um, but I want him and his family to know that his, his legacy will always live on here at our school for the contributions that he had here, and that's how I'll always remember Dennis. We also have other representatives from the police and fire department from the city of Providence. God bless those folks. Um, and I'll tell you this too, because they're tremendous partners of ours. They're not tough guys and tough women who walk the streets being mean to people. These are people who go out and help. These are people who ask you, do you need anything? These are people who say, is somebody bothering you? I'll help stand up for you. These are people who are saying, oh, oh you have a fire? I'll come in and I'll help you. These are the folks that keep us safe on a daily basis when you don't even know it. They risk their lives on a daily basis. We can very often take it for granted. Uh, guess what? Today we're not. So I definitely want, and we're going to give a very loud round of applause for the police and fire departments. <laughs> we again have our friends here from the IBEW. Um, who I kind of made a joke a couple years ago, like, whoa, did I do something wrong? Am I in trouble? And then I had a chance to meet these, uh, these gentlemen. Wow. Talk about straight up people. They said to me, whatever you need, whenever you need it, I'll do whatever you need. If these kids need a ride home, if they need somebody to escort them home, if you need money, if you need work done around the school, whatever you need, whenever you need it, we're the first people we want you to call. Don't call anybody else, you call us. That's from the first time I met them. I didn't even know them. And that's how they've been since the day I met them. I've had at least two or three of them say that again to me today. Do you need anything? How can I help you? What do you need? And I'm like, no, I'm good. No, what do you need? And they're like, you tell us first. We want to be the first ones to help you. It means a lot. Thank you very much. Thank you. We have uh, quite a few uh, high school and college friends here today. I know Mount St. Charles, Ponagansett, the University of Rhode Island. We have friends here from Providence College today. So to all of the young folks who are here today, and I can say young folks, I'm at that point in my life where I can say young folks, which I was hoping I would never get to that point, but I now say things like young folks. Uh, welcome to our school, thank you for your support. It makes a big difference. Um, 
I have a son who's a sophomore in high school. I have a son who's a freshman in college. And sometimes I try to tell them things. Oh, yeah, yeah, dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, dad. But when you go out and you see it, then they're like, whoa. Whoa. And then my sons will actually say to me, hey, thanks, dad. Somebody was telling me a story earlier uh, from the IBEW about their son saying thank you to them. I want you to know that as parents, we do everything we can to protect you and provide for you the best that we can. And when we say it with just words, I know you kind of get it a little bit. I know you do. But when you see it, and then you live it, and it really hits home, then you really know. And anybody who's fortunate in this world, you also have a counter obligation to give back. Anybody who's fortunate, guess what? Along with that comes the responsibility of giving back. You're here today, you're giving back. So we really appreciate having the young folks here with us as well. I'd like to welcome uh, Council President Matos. I know she's in the gym someplace. Where is she? Is Council Pre President Matos here? She was here. She's probably still here, probably doing some work. Uh, Councilman Correa is here as well. I'd like to welcome and thank our council representation uh, in this neighborhood because I've been here 11 years now. And when I first came here, the neighborhood did not look like this. It, did not, it, it didn't have this feel. And if you've been coming here for all these gingerbreads, this gym didn't look like that. The neighborhood didn't look like that. The representation we have now out of our folks is extraordinary. I would like to believe maybe the best in the city. But even if not, it's exceptional. And I'd really like to thank our, our representatives for standing up on behalf of our students and families. We've never looked so good. So thank you to our representation. We also have some special guests over here from the Ronald McDonald House. Um, every year our school has a theme, and it'll be one of the last things that I say in just a minute, I promise. I told you I can hog a mic. We have the Ronald McDonald House here uh, today. What an exceptional support for families that they are. Um, something that my family has actually used. My sister had to lean on the Ronald McDonald House several years ago, and it was just a blessing. Uh, they're here today. We'll have a little a little presentation uh, that we coordinated with them in just a couple of minutes. But I'd very much like to welcome them and thank them for all their supports throughout the, the city of Providence and the state of Rhode Island. So thank you very much. <clears throat> <clears throat> Almost done, I promise. And, I, and I'm sure I forgot some folks. We lost two other very special folks this year uh, since our last Gingerbread Express. One is a gentleman by the name of Bill DeBate. William DeBate. And when my first Gingerbread Express, when I was introduced to William DeBate, Bill DeBate, I was kind of taken back a little bit. And I was like, I'm in the William DeBate Elementary School, and your name's Bill DeBate? And they were like, yeah. Yep, there he is. And I was like, oh my god. And this is my sister, this is my brother, this is my nephew, this is my niece, this is this, this is this, this. If you're from the DeBate family, indulge me. Raise your hand just for a second if you're part of the DeBate family. Boys and girls, pay attention, right? Yeah. It blew me away when I first came here. Oh, there he is. Where's the nose? Gonna put the nose back on. I want you to know that as I stand out front, the principal of this school, um, which I'm so fortunate for, it kind of hit me that, oh my God, there's the debate family. The school's named after William DeBate. 
I would never want to be someone who let this school fall down. I would never want to be someone who was associated with this school to see us go into a, into a decline. And I'll be honest with you, since day one, since I met Denise and the rest of the family, I, I carry sort of a chip on my shoulder, an honor, a privilege, maybe that I could never let this school go down because I could never look at Denise and the rest of the family and be like, oh, sorry, debate family, but you know, we're kind of, we're falling down right now. Uh, sorry, but we're doing our best, but no way. And I think that after 11 years, and again, I'm, again, 11 years of being very fortunate, I want you to know that drives me. That really drives me. And when I talk to our faculty and our staff and our boys and girls and our families, I remind them, we're not named after some you know, long ago historical figure. We're the William DeBate Elementary School. The debates are standing right here in our gym right now. So we all have a responsibility to always maintain the highest expectations and standards. And this year, especially for Bill DeBate. So I'd like to take a minute to thank uh, the, the entire DeBate family and know that Bill DeBate lives with us. Also this year, Denise lost her husband, Jack Orton, the Honorable Jack Orton. And I had the honor and the privilege of going to, to his mass, his, uh, his funeral, his mass. Wow, wow, accomplished, respected, had a former governor up speaking on his behalf. And I, I was talking to Denise here, I said, wow, boy, when my time comes, if I could ever have somebody say half of those things about me, it was amazing. One of the most humbling moments of my life to sit there and hear about Jack Orton, somebody I really wish I, I knew more of and, and could attach myself more to. And then he said, yeah, that's the kind of guy he is. He was, he was kind of like a common man who just, everybody, you know, just he was easy to be around. And you, you kind of wish you could be like him, but not in an envious sort of way, just set a great example, a role model. And I'll be honest with you, boys and girls, that's what we should all aspire to. You should be somebody that the person next to you looks at and says, God, I wish I could be more like him. You know, I really wish I could be more like her. Well, you know what? Maybe I should share what I have with this person because I'm so fortunate. Ultimately, that's what it's about, helping somebody else. And the best part about our school, ladies and gentlemen, and again, our boys and girls will all receive in a way like some of them never seen before in a second. But know this, the giving and generosity that you express upon our boys and girls, they get it. Fifth graders, where are you at? Raise your hands. Fifth grade. Some of these students have been here for six years, most of them for six years, six gingerbreads. And that's how we measure things, by the way. Everything's, that's our increment, that's our metric. Everything's measured in gingerbreads. Six years, imagine. You don't think that stays with them in middle school, high school, college, and beyond? I told you the story earlier about when I went to the bank, gingerbread came up. She didn't even come to our school, that particular lady. But her brother and sister come here, gingerbread came up. They remember, they know, they appreciate. And guess what? Today we give back as well. And that's actually why we have the Ronald McDonald House here today specifically. Our school, K to five, 405 students took up a collection to help support the Ronald McDonald House. Because as much as we do like to receive, there's nothing better than giving. We know that, we're adults, we know that. And if you have the, the, the ability to give, you know that's the best. That's even better than, than receiving. So with no further ado, and again, I'm a little bit off track here, but I'm gonna to stick to the important, I'm gonna eat the meat on the plate first. Mrs. Lopes, we have a presentation for the Ronald McDonald House at this time. Good morning, everyone, and happy, happy gingerbread day. 
We are citizens from room 205 and 206. Every Friday we work together to learn about the four foundations of democracy, which are authority, privacy, justice, and responsibility. We learn what it means to be responsible citizens in our community. We look how our past has shaped our present and what we do today affects our future. We have learned from our friends at the NEA the importance of giving to others. As responsible citizens in our communities, we decided to take action and do something for the Ronald McDonald House. I have a special connection with the Ronald McDonald House. When my baby brother was in the hospital, we used the day program. The Ronald McDonald House provided comfort for my family at a difficult time. Our project was called Operation Make It Shine. After hearing that the Ronald McDonald House helped families with sick children, we asked our school community to bring in cleaning products and paper goods to donate to the Ronald McDonald House. This will help stock their supply closet to keep the Ronald McDonald House shining. At this time, we would like to call up Tina Lido and Aaron Joseph from the Ronald McDonald House of Providence. Miss Lido and Mr. Joseph, we, we present these boxes filled with over 200 items to stock your supply closet at the Ronald McDonald House. We thank you for all you do for families and children. We want, to, we want everyone to know what we do today can bring light to everyone tomorrow. Thank you, I've skipped about three spots, so I apologize. How about being 10, put on the spot in front of all these people to come up and do the Pledge of Allegiance? And I'm sure we'll all help along. debate pledge. I, play, I, I pledge today to do my best and to follow the rules. I respect myself and others and take pride in being responsible, considerate, and kind. I'm here to do all I can and a willing debate student. Thank you. So, I, I, I sense it building, and I promise I'm almost done. So any folks who are in attendance, uh, this past year a report came out about the city of Providence in our schools. It was called the Johns Hopkins Report. Did anybody hear about that report? The Johns Hopkins Report about the city of Providence, our schools, and things like that. Yeah, I did too, believe me, it drove our summer. And it got a lot of people nervous and anxious and scared and and all that other stuff. So a lot of the teachers would say to me, oh my God, Brent, what are we gonna do? Oh my God, Brent, what's gonna happen? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You know what I said to our folks? Don't worry about it. That's not us. 
I know what it says on paper, and unfortunately, a good amount of what's in that report is true. But that's not us. I said, that doesn't mean we're going to leave anybody behind. We'll continue to support our colleagues, uh, my colleagues, and things like that. But that's not us. Don't worry. They're like, yeah, but the report, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. No, they're not. Not when you work the way our teachers work. Not when you give what our folks give. No way. And to this point in time, I stand here in front of all of our faculty and staff. Seems like last year, doesn't it? To a very large extent. And absolutely. And it's because you're at the top of the profession. Amazing. Very fortunate to have you here. One of the stories I shared earlier with our guests was that I was in a in a bank the other day, and I was talking to a young lady, and, she's, and I shared this with one of our teachers yesterday, and she said, I want you to know that my mom and I say prayers for you and your teachers because we're so fortunate to be at William DeBate Elementary School. And again, that's not lost on most of you. A lot of you have been here 15, 20, 25, 30 years. You've heard these stories, you know the families, you know that. We do have some new folks here on our staff, here in our front office, so if you haven't heard it before, I want you to know that. If you have heard it before, it's still true. It hasn't changed a bit. And if anything, more than ever. Last thing I'm going to say today, I promise. The mistake I've made the last couple of years, I learned. I've been complaining a lot, to be honest with you. And it starts with the Johns Hopkins report because I don't, I, I don't appreciate it, I don't like it, I don't agree with a lot of what's in there, even though a lot of what's in there is true. And so they say, okay, well then what's the problem? How do you fix it? And I always look at the attendance rate. Any of my staff will tell you my number one focus is attendance, student and staff attendance. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but guess what? I know that if you don't show up for work, if you don't show up for school, you're probably not going to learn. I at least know that. So our students, as you've always heard me say, every year I get out front and talk about attendance, and we always have outstanding attendance. That's for students and for staff, both. They have to go hand in hand. And that's when I started thinking, when I was complaining to the powers that be, I was complaining about the chronic absenteeism rate that we're always up against for our students. As great as our students are, there's a small pocket that has chronic absenteeism. 18 days, 25 days, 35 days, 60 days of school missed per year. And it hurts. It kills me. Because I know that if you come in and you get in front of these teachers, you're good. You will grow and learn and be in competition with every other child in this state for what's next. The best middle schools, the best high schools, the best colleges, the best jobs. I know that. So when the kids don't come in, it kills me. And so when I get in front of some powerful people, even you know, some of our guests who are here today who are some very powerful people, I'm always saying parent accountability. Parent accountability. And then it clicked for me. Well, guess what, Brent? The reason your school is so great, the kids and the families. And again, I've always said that, but it never really hit me to the extent that it hits me now, because if I'm going to complain about something, if I'm going to try to point something out as a negative facet of our inability to progress, well, guess what? The flip side to that is, well, then why are you so successful? It's these kids right here. It's our boys and girls and their moms and dads and their families. The other day it was almost a snow day, and I talked to the boys and girls. Uh, there was 
my, my, I live in Cranston, the school was canceled. School was canceled across the state, but not in Providence. So I got in front of the kids in the morning and I said, <laughs> who thought we were gonna have a snow day today? Nobody raised their hand. I said, yeah, me too. And they all raised their hand. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was gonna be a snow day. And I said, but we're here, right? Yeah, we're here. And we had probably 10, 15% absence. I said, this is what you do. You come in when it's tough. Anybody can come in when it's 80, 75. Come in when it's tough. Free today, freezing cold, snowy, icy. Come in, because guess what? You just separated yourself from somebody who didn't come in. So somebody who was your competitor, you just stepped ahead of them. Somebody who's in front of you, you just got closer to them. And life's very competitive. It's very competitive out there. And our boys and girls know that. They come in every day. I stand here today and I'm telling you now, and you know I love my teachers. I love my teachers. Thank God for our teachers. But guess what? It's our boys and girls and their families. Our boys and girls and their families. You put that together with amazingly talented and dedicated teachers, the technology that's been infused into our buildings, the community partnerships that we have, after school programs, a four week summer program, 60 to 70 tutors from Brown University who come here on a daily basis, another 100 who come here after school to run our after school programs, community partnerships through One Neighborhood Builders, Ms. Deli is here on behalf of the uh, One Neighborhood Builders, that's how we get to be who we are. That's how we are so successful, even in the face of the challenges that we have. All of you, all of our teachers, but I'm here today to tell you, our boys and girls and their families, they're the number one backbone for our school and the reason our school is successful. So I personally would like to thank all of our boys and girls and your families. Thank you very much, boys and girls. Gingerbread. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Labor Vision. We appreciate your input and encourage your comments. Labor Vision can be seen on this channel three times each week Tuesday at 7 p.m., Thursday at 8 p.m., and Saturday at 5 p.m.